U.S. Act of War Against Russia, Germany, Europe To be an enemy of the United States is dangerous, but to be a friend is fatal. Henry Kissinger, former U.S. Secretary of State On the 26th of September 2022, a series of explosions destroyed Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines, which shipped natural gas from Russia to Germany. In October 2022, Workers Bush Telegraph claimed the United States government blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, causing the biggest release of methane gas in human history and attacking the energy resources of both Russia, the producer, and of Germany, the receiver. This week, celebrated journalist Seymour Hirsch says the US Navy divers and the CIA, ordered by the President Joe Biden, planted explosives that destroyed three Russian gas pipelines under the Baltic Sea last September. He has confirmed this with direct sources involved in the planning of the operation. Apparently, the explosives were laid beside the pipeline by the US Navy and three months later they were exploded remotely from, with orders from the United States government. This is a stupid act by the United States government to upset post-Cold War balance in Europe. An escalation of the war in Ukraine is likely in the next few months and a result will come pretty soon. Both sides are desperate to win. For one, both Putin and Biden's futures depend on it. Both their popularity polls are in freefall. I can't see Biden's presidency lasting. Hirsch alleges that last June, the Navy divers operated, operating under the cover of a widely publicised midsummer NATO exercise known as Boltops 22, planted the remotely triggered explosives that, three months later, destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to the source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. The terrorist attack on Nord Stream 1 and 2 destroyed civilian infrastructure valued at over $20 billion. It resulted in the single largest spill of methane gas in human history, releasing the equivalent of 14.6 million tonnes of CO2 with a major climatic impact. The attack contributed to a spike in energy prices throughout Europe and the entire world. In congressional testimony in January, Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Newland said, I think the administration is very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. According to Hirsch, however, the attack was planned by the United States and actively conducted by the US Navy. In his report, Hirsch explained the economic significance of the Nord Stream pipelines. From its earliest days, Nord Stream 1 was seen by Washington 
and its anti-Russian NATO partners as a threat to Western dominance. The direct route, which bypassed any need to transit Ukraine, had been a boon for the German economy, which enjoyed an abundance of cheap Russian natural gas, enough to run its factories and heat its homes, while enabling German distributors to sell excess gas at a profit throughout Western Europe. America's political fears were real. Putin would now have an additional and much-needed major source of income, and Germany and the rest of Western Europe would become addicted to low-cost natural gas supplied by Russia, while diminishing European reliance on the United States. As long as Europe remained dependent on the pipelines for cheap natural gas, Washington was afraid that countries like Germany would be reluctant to supply Ukraine with the money and weapons it needed to defeat Russia. Hirsch does not note that the following that following the shutoff of European national gas imports from Russia, the US massively increased its natural gas exports to Europe, leading to record profits for US energy companies. As one European official told a reporter at Politico, the fact is, if you look at it soberly, the country that is most profiting from this war is the United States because they are selling more gas at higher prices and because they're selling more weapons. Hirsch reports that plans for the American attack on Nord Stream 2 were already in the making ahead of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, he writes. In December of 2021, two months before the Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan convened a meeting of a newly formed task force, men and women from the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the CIA and the State and Treasury Departments, and asked for recommendations about how to respond to Putin's impending invasion. Hirsch claims that Sullivan proposed a plan for the destruction and that he was delivering on the desires of the President. Describing the reasoning above the war planners, among the war planners, Hirsch writes, This is not kiddie stuff, the source said. If the attack were traceable to the United States, it is an act of war. On February the 7th, 2022, ahead of the invasion, US President Biden publicly declared, if Russia invades, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. According to Hirsch, Biden's statements shocked the planners of the operation. Several of those involved in planning and the, pi the pipeline mission were dismayed by what they viewed as an indirect reference to the attack. It was like putting an atomic bomb on the ground in Tokyo and telling the Japanese that we're going to detonate it, the source said. The plan was for the options to be executed post-invasion and not advertised publicly. Biden simply didn't get it or ignored it. The US Navy would, according to Hirsch, plant the explosives during the Baltops 22 military exercise, which involved dozens of warships and thousands of personnel. The US Navy published a press release regarding 
deep sea diving operations during the exercise, including a picture of a deep sea diver. While the explosives were planted during the exercise, according to Hirsch, the White House ultimately decided not to trigger the explosions immediately and instead allowed them to be remotely detonated in September of 22. Hirsch's report included rebuttals from the White House, which declared in response to this story, this is false and a complete fiction. And from the CIA, which declared this claim is properly, is completely and utterly false. Whistleblower Edward Snowden, on the other hand, who shared the article on Twitter, responded to the denials from the White House. Can you think of any examples from a history of a secret operation that the White House was responsible for, but strongly denied? Besides, you know, that little mass surveillance kerfuffle, Snowden was referring to the illegal NASA mass surveillance program created after the 9-11 terror attacks, which he publicly exposed in 2013. Meanwhile, the entire US media has treated the attack as if it were an unsolved mystery, despite statements by US and NATO officials openly welcoming the bombings. Continuing, continuing a wall of silence, the New York Times, Washington Post and Wall Street Journal have not reported Hirsch's article or even the denial by the, the White House. European response. Both France and Denmark have taken steps to defend their own pipelines against US attack and Germany has kept stum. It's Ian Kerr, Voice of the People, signing off. So let's go out with a song by Neil Finn, formerly of Crowded House, Don't Dream It's Over. There is freedom within, there is freedom without, try to catch the deluge in a paper cup. There's a battle ahead, many battles are lost, but you'll never see the end of the road while you're traveling with me. And now, hey now, don't dream it's over, hey now, hey now, when the There's a hole in the roof My possessions are causing me suspicion But there's no proof In the paper today Tales of war and of wise But you turn right over to the TV page Hey now, hey now Don't dream it's over Hey now, hey now When the war
丢好。Only shadows ahead, barely clearing the roof. Get to know the feeling of liberation and release. Hey now, hey now, don't dream it. Between us, we know that.